0: Hello and welcome to You're Wrong About Musicals. I'm Esme. And I'm Nell. Now... And today we are going to be talking about the Addams family. Wowie. I wow. love the Addams family. Do I do I love the Addams family? I have I have a mixed relationship with it, but first, um we're recording these basically in real time now. Because before a lot of them were like recorded weeks in advance. Yeah, now it's Wednesday. It's always going to be Wednesday because we're both free. But we record it, like, the Wednesday. And, and then, then they're out. Them. And then they're released on the Monday. So, yeah. So now we actually get to sort of, like talk about news in real time, which you thought. Um, We mean, when we say news, we mean theatrical so, news. The first one is Sarah Brightman will be playing Norma Desmond. Is that her name? Yes, I think so. Yeah a Australian production of Sunset Boulevard. This is big news because Sarah Brightman like has not done theatre in years. Yeah. Yeah. And then to do Sunset Boulevard? Yeah. surely she's had offers from so many people. Oh, surely. Like anytime you want to do a piece of theatre, let us know. And I think it is interesting that it is also like Andy's show. It's Andy Show, and it's also in Australia. Yeah. Um, what else do you want to talk about? Yeah, Mean Girls. Mean Girls coming to London. I signed up for pre-sale just now because I've decided I'm going to go see it. You're You're definitely going to go see it. I'm definitely going to go see it. Am I going to have a good time? No. Stay tuned. The pictures from the Mean Girls movie also came out, and it doesn't look great. Oh yeah, so they leaked. And people have been roasting I, it. I, I want I, to defend it, and especially because it's got Renee rap in it, and I really do like Renee rap music. I think she's really good. I think it is just, it's just not a good musical. I saw someone saying, especially in regards, because a lot of people I saw were criticizing the costumes. Yes. And someone was saying that it's not their fault. It's because like fast fashion has become so big that everything is like micro trends. Yeah, yeah. So There's the stuff they're wearing were definitely like very popular when they started filming yeah but now it feels like a year old well oh, no because it is literally a year old because this movie was filmed in 28 days yeah it's it's like the original mean girls movie when you look at it it's like fashion from the 2000s from fashion the early from 2000s. The 2000s and what are the big things it's with... not you're not going to be like that is fashion from spring 2001 Yeah. I actually have no idea when specifically um, the original Me Girls was filmed. Me Girls was filmed in 2003. Someone could 2004. But you would not be like, this is like fashion from September 2003. And yeah. you can tell that because fashion has moved on so quickly from then. It's from the 2000s. Uh, which is what makes Me Girls such a good movie as well. Yeah. It's, you know, it's long ever. It still makes sense today, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. The Mean but... Girls Musical doesn't. It's bad. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, we can criticise it now. Now that I've had my reawakening. Regina is a good role, though. I stand by that some of her songs are fun. A lot of the songs are good. Are they? I just think. Yeah, I think a lot of the songs are good. I'm not convinced about some. A lot what, of them. Okay. What songs do you think are I good? I want to get in... I think World Bad is good. Yeah, I think someone gets hurt is good. I think someone gets hurt is good. What else do I think is good? I think that I, don't I think I think stupid with love is okay. Stupid with love is cute. I think someone not someone gets hurt. As I mentioned um what's wrong with me, and the reprise of that. Yeah, I think are good possible. Sexy, I think sexy is hilarious. It's funny. Yeah, sexy goes is is a good song. It works well. I'm not convinced about the rest of it. Yeah, I hate to say this because this was like your song for a while. Yeah, no, I I listened to it the other day. I know exactly what you're on about. It's I'd rather be me. Um, Yeah. And I listened to it the other day and I was just like, it's scrouchy. It's not fun to listen to. Yeah, it's just, it's not great. No. This all being said, I have signed up for pre-sale and I am going to go see it. But everyone keeps expecting me to be bouncing from the rooftops about it. And I'm I'm not. I knew it was coming. It's just not a great musical. That's what we're trying to say. And we're not that excited. We are going to go see the movie. Oh, yeah. I'm also not that excited about that. No. I'm going to go see it. But I'm I'm not that excited about many movie musicals. Like, the Wicked one? I'm like... Yeah. I mean, I've got to see it. I've got to see the Wicked movie at this point because it's been so many years in the making. Mm. You don't think it's going to be good? No. I don't think the Wicked movie is going to be good. Um, what's some other news? Jordan Fisher's finally won at life. He's playing Orpheus. Yeah, there's a lot We of literally joy. spent like an hour. Basically, I was waiting for oh, our washing to be done Jerry, before we could start recording. He lied about his height. He did. And I <laughs> want to make it clear, he definitely did. <laughs> uh, he. There was a video which has now been deleted for is some now... reason. Is it is still deleted. I Actually, don't know. I can check in a second. Check okay, because my um, is too bad to probably support. Yeah, me. let me check. Um, but basically, there was this video by, um, by that and, that, sh- and that showbiz, the people who were kind of doing a ton of the back uh, behind the scenes stuff at Gatsby. Yeah, uh, well, it's from rehearsals. When they put out a video and it was like answering your most pressing questions about it Jeremy was, Jordan. Like, so generic content. It was you know like the wide interviews where they have like the Google board and they peel off yeah, like, it's like the broadway Why does part. Jeremy Jordan? Who is Jeremy Jordan? All of that stuff. Does Jeremy Jordan? All of that stuff. Um they basically did one of those. And one of the questions was how tall is Jeremy Jordan? I think it was like in feet or something. Yeah. And I want to make it clear right now, I love Jeremy Jordan. Great actor, great guy seems lovely love him he is he is five for eight he is five for eight <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes always, on this video we which again has now been deleted and says i'm five is for ten. actually still deleted yeah i just went in chat and he goes on and <laughs> says i'm five for ten no you're not that's so weird that it's been deleted I don't understand why. I don't know if he said anything else in it. I just kind of was focused on him saying that he's heard five foot ten. He said that he just, I got the message through and I was like, he's not five foot ten. He's such a liar. And I was like, that's not Jerry John. Yeah, he's not five foot ten. Love him though. We love um, our five foot eight king. Um. What else has been happening? I mean, literally, we were waiting for my washing to be done and we were scrolling onto Daytex because basically yeah. I didn't want to interrupt this recording to go and get my washing out. <laughs> we were scrolling onto Daytex, and I literally would just see a show and be like, Esme, do you want to go oh, and see? <laughs> see? I was like, let's go actually like see Sunset Boulevard or like Sontime. I want to see something. Basically, Sunset Boulevard has a guy running through the streets of London um, while he's being filmed. And then he enters the theatre and Act 2 starts. Well, yeah. like, that's the start of Act 2 and then it continues on when he's in the theatre. I think this is insane. Like, everyone was like, oh, it's obviously pre-recorded, right? No, because there's, you know? like, there's like, people who are, like, their credit, because they do a credit scene at the end, is a yeah. like, camera operator. and then, yeah. like, and then someone else the posted a video. Office. Someone else posted a video where they were just, I think, in a pub in London and this guy walked past them singing and they were like is going on there. But so we want to go and <laughs> we want to see this. Basically the weirder you can make an old musical will be there. The Oklahoma effect. <laughs> the Oklahoma effect. God, I love Oklahoma. Anyway, let's jump on into the adams family. The but Adams Family. Uh The Adams Family is a musical with music and lyrics by Andrew Lipper and a book by Marshall Brickman and Rick Lee. It is actually based on the cartoons by Charles Adams, so you know how there's been like ten million like movies, TV shows stuff yeah. about the Adams family. This musical is just strictly based on the cartoons, and I've been around since like the since the 1930s. uh Charles Adams was a fascinating man as I came to find out at one point he dated Jackie Kennedy. What the hell? After the assassination of John F. Kennedy. I mean, you'd hope. <laughs> <laughs> well, if Smash has taught me anything, it's that JFK was probably not very faithful to Jackie. And also, I probably should not be learning history from Smash, the TV show. Um. Yeah. Charles Adams would draw 1,300 New Yorker cartoons, but only 58 of them would be uh of the fam of the unnamed family that would remain anonymous until they became a TV show in the 1960s. Mm. With Gomez actually oh being based off of Academy. the cat that was p- playing him. It would become a cult show with it still being like rerun on TV for decades to come. Uh it would then become a big screen movie called The Addams Family. Have you seen the movie? No. <laughs> It's actually a decent movie Like I vividly remember watching it as a child Which was well received by the critics But didn't make a lot of money But then the other film Adam's Family Values Which I remember liking Adam's Family Values Better than Adam's Family I've seen that. either Came out in 1993 Which was uh, Loved by critics but only made 50 million uh, The most recent When uh, Adam's Family Property is Wednesday, starring Jenna Ortega, and produced by Jim Burton. Jim, Jim Burton, sorry. <laughs> uh, which revolves around Wednesday Adams, who attempts to solve a murder mystery in her new boarding school. Wow, I have, I have not seen Wednesday either. Yeah, me neither. My friend told me it was good but I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to be so honest. I've heard mixed reviews. So yeah, in May of 2007 it was announced that the Adams family would be becoming a Broadway musical with it planning to play Broadway in 2 uh in the 2009-2010 season out of it, after an out of town tryout. It's been 5 years since the guy didn't like musicals. <gasps> also today big it's news. the 5 year anniversary. <laughs> Working boys! <laughs> no, bigger news. What's out in 2 days? nerdy prudes that's crazy but it's been five years since the guided light musicals yeah wait it's been five years since 2018 yeah it's been five years since the guided light musicals came out five years later the God. series is finally concluding well that we think we still haven't seen nerdy prudes they could very well end on a cliffhanger so we've been calling it the hatchet Field trilogy yeah, it up we actually called, have no idea. What is the thing. We have been talking about seeing Nerdy Prudes Must Die for like Since it was announced. Three years now? Since after Black Friday came out. Literally we watched Black Friday and we yeah. were like next one. So it was it was, Black Friday was twenty nineteen. Black Friday was we watched it in twenty twenty though, because we don't pay to watch darker shows. Yeah, but we watched it in like January twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. And we're yeah. like, wow, this year we have this year, twenty twenty, we have to go and see Nerdy Prudes. It's going to be so good. We have to go and see it this year. We'll get a digital ticket or maybe we'll fly out, but we have to go and see it. And then it didn't happen for like three years. then we were still like, like, we have to get a digital ticket. And we we didn't. didn't. No, because we looked at getting a digital ticket and then we were like, actually, we waited this long. We can wait longer. We can wait longer. So I need to work out what my plan is for watching it. When's it out? Friday? Friday. I might be going to what Swift time? again. Friday. That's the question because I might be going to Swift again, and I feel like it's the kind of thing that's gonna get spoiled for me on like socials. Haven't you had it like the the term blocked? Yeah, I have all variations of the term blocked on Twitter right now, like muted, because yeah. I kept getting spoilers for it and I was really annoyed. I know that Mariah Roseface character wears a fleecy. No no spoilers rumors t-shirt i don't care i see edits but i scroll i've also seen like a lot of people doing like black the guy like musical edits because they're like i can't edit nerdy prudes until everyone's seen it and i'm like i respect the adams family <laughs> there would be a reading <laughs> in january of 2009 with a write-up in the new york post stating that the show was based on the charles adams drawings not the film or the tv show because of this the estate quote have complete control over everything on this show, and they rule with an iron fist. Yeah. The estate, which was like only created like a couple years before the musical, mm. uh, make one billion dollars a year on all things Adam. So the Adams family is like a massive business. I think it's a lot more popular or recognizable than we think it is. I do think it's very recognizable. It's just kind of like an iconic set of characters. Yeah, um, and. Another, an interesting quote that I found was a investor, uh, was told Michael Riedel, who did this thing in the post, said the story's a little thin, but there's a they throw a lot of funny jokes at you," says the theater executive who's going to invest ten million in the show. Jesus, uh, I'm not convinced that like theater producing is like a real thing. No, for real, because some of the like the decisions and the conversations that they have, I'm like, what the hell are you on about? Um, one of, like, the ideas that they had when they were creating the show was they would do what, like, Disney did with The Lion King where they would have, like, this very commercialised thing but they would make it really artistic and really beautiful where, mm. and then it would just, like, bump years and years and years which I feel like is what every single show has been trying to do since The Lion King, like, show based on yeah. something. They're like, we ought to be cool yeah. and artistic. And they did try. Uh, it would open in Chicago in the Oriental Theatre, uh, playing oh. from November 13th, 2009 to January 10th, 2010. It would gain mixed reviews from the critics, saying that it was underfocused, with Snappy and Funny, with some of the characters feeling flimsy and underdeveloped. It would then transfer to Broadway, with reviews stating that on the 8th of March, uh, with previews starting on the 8th of March, 2010, at the Lint-Fontaine Theatre? With many of the cast from Chicago run. Uh, returning with Bibi Newerth as Morticia, Nathan Lane as Gomez, Chris Rodriguez as Wednesday, Wesley Taylor as Lucas Beineke, Terrence Mann as Mal Beineke, Carolee Carmelo as Alice Beineke. They were both in Tuck Everlasting. It's the the Tuck, guys. they Tuck. Yeah. Kevin Chamberlain crazy. as Uncle Fester. Okay. Bert- Bertram. From Jesse. Jesse, I know. <laughs> uh, Jackie Hoffman as Grandma, Zachary James as Lurch, and uh, Adam Riger as Pugsley. The show had an estimated like budget of 50 in a million, which I, Jesus. Don't, I don't know. Is that a lot of money? I think it is. I think it definitely is. I just think it's actually not from Broadway show. I think Newsies was cheaper. To be fair, the original, I think this is the thing when they're saying budget to run, what do they mean? Yes, because if that's like a weekly budget of how much it costs to put on every week for eight performances, then that's insane.
1: No, but if it's like
0: weekly budget, like an expensive weekly budget is like, um, like ninety, no, like nine hundred. k Yeah, but like, like... Phantom was expense is expensive on the West End now. Yeah, but overall, it was expensive to run every week. And I know like the issue that some shows are having at the moment is that they're very big budget, but they're just not making the ticket sales. Yeah. Um, I feel like fifty million like investment cost isn't actually that bad. No, I think that's I mean, it's a lot of money. To make it clear, that is a ton of money. That is but more money than we will ever be able to conceptualize. In the scheme of like Broadway shows, it's not. Yes. I can't believe we're actually about to talk about this on the podcast. It's not going to be what you expect because I was like I was like doing this and I was like holy fuck I forgot that that existed. How did I forget? Um what could this possibly be? Between the runs, they had to imagine they had to like change the show so completely because of the bad Things it got with director, with them bringing in director Jerry Zachs four months before it came to Broadway. Jackie Hoffman said that the show, that the show is the same. The show is the same because they kept the director, but it would have. But what would have been the vision would have been great. So she got to like, she was basically like, it is what it is. You know, it's show business, not show love. It is important to note that this that so the spring that the Adams family came in Mm -hmm. was the same season that Spider Man. Turn off the dark was meant to open, which meant, but then like pushed back its opening famously at the last minute. Mm. um So the Adam's family became this big event of the season when it was actually just supposed to kind of slip in kind of quietly. Mm. So I guess maybe the reason why the reviews are so horrific is because the critics wanted to hate something that season and they couldn't go and yeah. hate Spider-Man. I mean, they would eventually, but... <laughs> I know very little about the Spider-Man musical. I just know it's crazy. I've seen some clips and it's crazy. I've seen clips. I've heard the jokes. And if they ever let me into that little place in Lincoln Centre where they let you watch all of the shows that have ever been on Broadway, like archival footage... They should let us in. They should let us in. I would be intrigued to watch Spider-Man turn off the dark. Exactly. Just to see the insanity. Uh, Anywho, in the reviews, they were not great. They were pretty bad. They did not like the Allen family. The New York Times saying tepid goulash, vaudeville songs and dance routines, boorish bout uh, jokes, stingless sitcom zingers, homie romance. Lines that are mossy in the age of father knows most distinctive in its wholesale inability to hold a consistent tone on our internal logic i mean it's rough (laughs) yeah it's not great uh financial times wrote a more favorable review Move over, Wicked. There's a new musical in town. Unlike its predecessor, it's safe not just for 13-year-old girls, but for 13-year-old boys. I am talking, of course, about the Adams Family, the snappy, happy tribe whose latest musical iteration has propped to fulfil life at the Lindfontein, uh, amply supplied with sometimes clever, sometimes these groaning vaudevillian one-liners that book writers... Marshall, Brickman and Brick Elise, whose last stint was Jersey Boys and reserved wow. songs by Andrew Lipper, composer of the gloriously uh, decent off-Broadway show Wild Party the Adams Family lends further life to the clan of love and death. They're not saying much about the show in that review though Nope They're just kind of like, it is It's show. happening it's happening, and you can bring your sons to it. Musical theatre the is for boys now. Lads, come see Jersey Boys, and maybe Adam's Family. Broadway World's headline included a Next to Normal reference for some reason. Really? Yeah, I read it, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Uh, and What's was the reference? It was like new Next to Normal family, and I was like. That is not a reference, that is just I a blatant s- statement. Okay, I was really hungover when I did this. Yeah. Like many of those unrevivable musicals from the early decades of the 20th century, the Adams Family works best as a star vehicle, and the La Fontaine is presently hosting a constellation full of them. And that's one of the more favourable reviews. Really didn't do well. Uh, but what it brings up is an interesting point, because in... Yeah, they did an oral history of it in the new york times and one thing that they said was because of this change and shift and because fucking spider-man didn't open they had to really change the marketing of this show and so they were like what have we got oh we've got nathan lane and bb Newark. let's just really push this as like a stunt casting thing which is fair kind of out of nowhere i've got up the article yeah they just say adam's family next to normal and i was reading it i was like Wrong musical, guys. One of the worst of them was the Washington Post, who said, Oh, Broadway, Broadway, Broadway. Don't you know? You've never seen sadder, more unimaginatively barren when you're driving for commercial relevance in the dumpsters behind old TV shows and movies. The Adams Family is this year's answer to the question. How many talented people does it take to screw up a content? Mark's surprisingly depressing of ever more degraded standard of what it's a new show that, despite mechanicalized trickery, feels rickety beyond belief. The 2010 musical version of the series of magazine cartoons from the 1930s, 40s and 50s that became a popular sitcom in the 60s and a 90s Hollywood franchise what you might call is a pre-owned Broadway musical. Mm. So they do not like this. Um, it is synopsis time, if you would like. Oh my god, just- read it is a long one this time. I was looking yeah, at it I was I'm, like... I'm seeing. That's quite a dense <laughs> family. A comical feast that embraces the wackiness in every family features an original story, and it's this doesn't make sense. <laughs> what does it make sense about it? The because it's saying a comical feast that embraces the wackiness in every family. Part one. Yes. Part two. It's a comical feast that, one, embraces the wackiness in every family, two, features an original story. Yes. But then my thought is it should be, and three, is every father's nightmare. Uh-huh. But it's saying, and it's every father's nightmare, Wednesday Adams. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. The old. Ult- and yeah. then continue on. The ultimate princess of darkness has grown up a fully It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, mm-hmm. I'm just going to read it how they've written it, and it's going to sound <laughs> stupid. So it's not my fault. <laughs> The Adams Family, a comical feast that embraces the wackiness in every family, features an original story, and it's every father's nightmare. Wednesday Adams, the ultimate princess of darkness, has grown up and fallen in love with a sweet, smart young man from a respectable family, a man her parents have never met. And if that wasn't upsetting enough, Wednesday confides in her father and begs him not to tell her mother. Now, Gomez Adams must do something he's never done before, keep a secret from his beloved wife, Morticia. Everything will change for the family on the fateful night they hosted dinner for Wednesday's normal boyfriend and his parents. That is basically the entire plot of the Addams family. Yeah. There's you're not really gonna there uh, I would rewrite that if I could be asked. So I've 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 done the Addams Family, like everyone has. Yeah. Yeah. It we'll get onto it, but it is such an important like it is such an overly done show. Like everyone does it, and I'm not entirely. I think it is. It's genuinely one of those shows that is great for like theater schools because yeah. it's great for the kids to do. It has. I don't know if child friendly is the right term, but it's written for children, basically. Yes. Yeah. It's like, and I hate to bring it up. Joseph was specifically <laughs> written for children to perform. Right. Yeah. No. I I completely agree. And, yeah. Yeah. I, you don't have to agree. It's a fact. No, because I've just thought of, I've just made a link between something. Continue. Uh-oh. Um, like *Joseph* was specifically written for kids. And now it's kind of a cult classic musical and a ton kind of kids do it, but you'll also see proper productions. Adam's Family. I feel like you really only see kids' productions of it now. Like you definitely do see full scale productions. But it yeah. tends to be kids. Or like Theater student, amateur, yeah. Um, so a dear friend of the podcast, Uh-oh. uh, did Joseph one year, and then the next year uh, did the Adams family. Uh, yeah. So that really proves drives home how much it is. Um, I have one friend who has done it in some variation three times. Jesus. Um, the other friend who did a Joseph one year and then adam's family another year has done it did it twice in six months yeah jesus um so everyone does the adam's family but what's really interesting about that synopsis is i couldn't actually get the one for the broadway run Mm. so normally i just take the one for the broadway run or for the playbook website because it's normally like just the standard one that like goes out to advertisers and it doesn't really change across productions because We'll get onto it in a moment, but there are differences between the the Broadway run and then the run that's done everywhere else, like the version. Yeah. significant differences. And one of them is the conflict between Morticia and Gomez is basically non-existent in the Broadway run, which is such a driving and animating force of the musical. Like, it's the second scene. As I said, I've done the Adams family, so I know my shit. Yeah. Um and like the second scene, Wednesday goes to Gomez. Uh, Daddy, I'm engaged. Don't tell Mom. And again, you have to do American accents. This goes back to the whole like, why are we expecting Americans to do British accents? But the Adams family are like American. They live in Central Park. In this iteration, they live in Central Park. It's like a lyric in Wonder Woman. Um, I asked those two friends. I was like recording something on the Adams family tomorrow. Do you guys have any thoughts, opinions you'd like shared? Because they, well, I went to go see our friend do it with the other one who's done it three times and she sat in the chair next to me and um mouthed along the words for a lot of it. Yeah, Have I got any more thoughts on it? I don't know. I feel like The Addams Family sits in a really interesting spot because I feel like it's one of the first big adaptation musicals of the yeah. 2010s or the late noughties early 2010s because what we'll... it's like i think it is a good musical yeah like it holds up pretty well cool. i just don't think it was you'll huh? we'll have to pulled pulled yeah pulled is good we'll the Adesari, the song is good it's good what other songs do i like oh apparently according to one of my friends who's done it 10 times uh she hates happy sad and thinks it should be cut mm. um uh, and the other friend who has played Gomez twice has said that Gomez is an amazing father. Yeah. I was like, dude, you are 19 years old. You have no experience of that. I feel like Secrets is a good song. Secrets slaps. They were our slaps that would get enough recognition. Oh, God. Uh, What's what's Alice's song called? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, let me she's out. going crazy on the table. I do know what it's called. It's called, called <laughs> like Waiting. It's called Waiting. Yeah. Um, I'm are going to go look at the album. One Normal Night is a good song. One Normal Night. Freaking slaps. Should I tell you what song I hate with a burning yeah. passion? Crazier than you. I I thought it might be. Okay, so when I did The Addams Family, it was like a weird-ass version of it. I played the grandma. Why was I in Crazier Than You? That's a good question. All of us were. Gomez was in Crazier Than You. <laughs> It's one of those things that I feel like plot, and this is the thing that again, I think it's because Adam's family has just become a kids' musical that you just put on. Yeah. And you get a ton of of kids to do. And I feel like in that sense, a lot of the choices made will never make sense. But it's like if you were a parent and you were paying for your kid to go and do, like, because you'll do it in like a summer boot camp, you'd still be like, oh, my kid's in the ensemble. Uh, because obviously, but I still want to see them. That, so... that ensemble don't do that much, though. It's not really an ensemble show. It's got a lot yeah. of roles. I've known some productions have, in a weird way, kind of... Because in most cases, I feel the ancestors and the ensemble are two very different roles. So. No, I, I think they're all... I've always seen it as one. Because I have seen some that have specifically had like a different like in like I was just gonna say playbills, but I've never seen the Adams family in a proper setting. No. In like productions of it where they list the cast, I've seen different listings for the ancestors I can and see for that, the though. ensemble. Yeah. And you can understand why. It does make more sense to put them together in my opinion, because they are no offense to anyone who's no. No offense scrap that the ancestors are an ensemble because That's at not the a bad end of the thing. day like, they were the ones that decided I would have put on the Adams Family yeah, I mean no offence if you've been in the Addams Family we all have <laughs> we've all done it, you're not special but I'm but it, like, so when special. you're watching like Beauty and the Beast Yeah, I've seen productions where that will be like there's the ensemble and then there's the townsfolk that is the same thing Yes, exactly. I like, get... what are the townsfolk doing that the ensemble isn't? Yeah. Like, I get, like, I don't know, because I think the music of the ensemble is very good, and when performed well, it is very good. Yeah. However, do I think that people who don't really have all the training in the world should be belting out waiting? I... No. Because it's, it's the thing with the Adams family is that it's a lot higher than you think. Oh, yeah. And it's a lot of belting. Yeah. And have you ever sung pulled? Yes. Of course. Well, sorry. silly I'm me. sorry. I'm, I'm a soprano. I've sung pulled. I think we've all sung pulled. I've sung pulled, and I'm not a soprano. Okay, if you are a girl in musical theatre, you've sung pulled. Yeah, no, I, I, I've, I've sung pulled. Sorry, uh... we've all sung pulled. <laughs> it's like uh, Victoria and Justice. We all. I sing. Think we've all sung pulled. pulled. <laughs> um, it's just one of those songs that everyone it's knows. Everyone's singing. it. It's actually, quite hard. <laughs> yeah it's a hard song hard. i don't know what business like 14 year old me had learning pulled but i was like 16 and it was wasn't like, good Shit, this is hard because the same um, you like i was gonna say right you, the reason wait, wait can i go back to my finger pulled because you belt oh, yeah, yeah. a bit you belt like quite a bit you do the pull 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 and then you do and then you go into the it all leads up to this massive belt at the end, and so yeah, it's really hard. It's right in the beginning, you have that. What do I do? And even I sung that lower than it is. What do I do? And then the p changes, and it goes into the mother always said be kind to strangers. mother always said be kind to strangers. Um, and then, you know what? It's really a bitch on whoever's playing when poor 14 year old girl they've got to play Wednesday. Oh, yeah. When we did it, our Wednesday was amazing. She is very talented and very well trained, but yet she struggled to yeah. get through, pulled, and then into One Normal Night. Yeah. Because One Normal Night, Wednesday's also singing and often running around the stage. Yeah. I think this kind of leads into what I wanted to say. Yes. Which is, again, I'm going to loop back to Joseph, because I think it, in a weird way, it does link really well with Adam's family. No, when you, said you said the two of them, I was like, fuck. Check so out. Which is, Joseph, and again, I want to apologise, because the only reason I know all of this is because it's in Andrew Lloyd Webber's book, and I've read it you know, I was but thinking. He... I think we're going to struggle to bring up Angelo Weber in the Adams family. To say oh no! Oh no 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 no! <laughs> I will find a way. Well, there's a will, there's a way, and I will always bring up Andy. But basically, there's this specific thing he says when he's talking about how he wrote like Joseph, yeah, and why he wrote it, and he was specifically like, the way I wrote it is so that for like ten talented kids, you always have in like a singing class. Get incredible roles they yeah. carry the show you have like the narrator you have joseph you have the fairy you have all of these roles and then the kind of shittier students who are just there they get ensemble and there's enough of them that it works and adam's family and i think joseph are always performed to the same groups and with the same groups yeah again kids who kind of want to go into musical theater and so, like you said, you will have incredibly talented people playing Wednesday, playing Joseph, playing the narrator, all of that stuff. Or or like if you're my and friend then, Toby, uh playing Oh God and Ithaca, name Ithaca, and then the next year he went and the on brothers. One of the brothers, which he's still annoyed about to yeah. this day. Don't bring it up to him. Yeah. Uh, and then it's his birthday. Sorry, sorry, Toby. It's his birthday, like, the day Happy off. birthday, Toby. Really so, out late birthday. <laughs> Enjoy <laughs> Phantom. I've heard you're going. Enjoy Phantom. <laughs> um, and then the next year he got cast as Gomez, which if he didn't, he would have burned yeah. his school down. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, continue. I think, you know, <laughs> Joseph works in that sense because you can kind of, like, I've always been on because I'm not that great of a singer, in my opinion. Yeah. And yes, I'm fishing for compliments. <laughs> um, <laughs> Everyone been compliment now. Everyone say I am. So I've oh. always been ensemble. And it works. Because even if you're not the greatest singer, when there's like 20 other kids who are all singing the exact same thing, not being a great singer works in, when yeah. there's an ensemble. It doesn't work in Adams. Because there is never enough of an ensemble. Because like we were just saying, there's really not enough roles for it. and so That's why I think you can tell that Adams Family was written to be a Broadway musical. Yeah, done professionally. Joseph never was. No, because, I mean, even the tune of Joseph is very simple. It's do, 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 do. like, if you think, like, like even when they're listing the colours. It's made to be assembly sung. Yeah. It was red and yellow and green and brown and purple and pink and orange and mauve and, like, I don't actually remember because I did it, like, ten years ago. Oh my um, god, it probably actually was 10 years ago. Fuck, what was I doing 10 years ago? I was 10 10 years ago. I did cats over 10 years ago. Oh my god. Joseph works with an ensemble, Adams doesn't. That's basically what it's I've like been saying for about 20 minutes. The ensemble singing in Adams, because when I did it, for some reason, I was just given some random lines to sing. They were just like, Here. Yeah. you sing this one random part of yeah, the opening. Was, it was, it was, it was hard, and it was placed weird. Don't ask me why I was singing that. I'm still confused to this day about why I was doing that. Um, I also, I really enjoy full disclosure. I think it's a fun song. Um, I yeah. like. There's a very strange reference in it though that I had to explain to everyone. Um, what reference? Um, once, sorry, my is acting. Uh, once the favorite of the yeah, late it really is. Yeah once the favourite of the late, great Deng Zalpeng. And oh my the- god, I know that reference. I had to explain it to everyone, and then I had to explain to Toby how to say it, and then he'd always look at me as we were doing full disclosure. And so we just made it a part of grandma, like she was once friends with Deng. It should be better. Yeah. Enough. It was a tie. Th- like, oof. I don't even have much to say about it, other than literally being like, when I did it, we did this, and I liked it, but then we also did this, and I didn't. And that's yeah. basically everything you can say about it. Tango Tango's fun. I like the music of it. I think that the music is is good. I think it is quite funny and entertaining. Yeah. And I think it's a decently written musical. Like Yeah. What is there more for it to say? Um anyway, Life on Broadway. It, the New York Times were probably uh reported despite the short and scathing reviews that would bury most productions. It had... Well, it's 851,000. Thank you. Um, on top of a 15 million advance sale week following the opening. The tie uh, uh, is basically oh. just because it's an adaptation. Sorry, I'm learning about science. <laughs> Those finally got a candle.
1: Those... No, did
0: you know? Someone had to explain to me that the reason candle flames burn is because they're eating the wax. Yeah, that's why the wax is. I just had no idea about it. And then they were like, yeah, so if your candle isn't burning high enough, you just scoop up a bit of the welted max and feed it onto the flame and it will go higher. And I was like, "That does not know where that's true, but I just tried it and it is. Okay. Um, and so now I'm having fun. One notable thing about the Adams Family for 2010 is that it was actually quite big online. Was it? Yeah, it got... A ton of nominations at the Broadway.com Awards, with it having 10 nominations overall, which are fan-voted, and it had one of the first Broadway.com vlogs. Actually. Yeah. Icon. It was called Adam's Family Home Movies with Jackie Hoffman, and it would have 26 episodes overall. That is an insane amount for a Broadway.com vlog. They normally last five weeks. Maybe longer sometimes. Sometimes longer. Um, because a lot of people were like Laura Austin's Cinderella vlog was the first one no wrong which one do you count as the first one Adam's family now but... but before I just knew it wasn't the first one I didn't actually know what was first yeah like one of the first big ones was Adam's family were there ones before that I, you know, I don't think so, really. They're all, like, unlisted. They're, like, you can still That's find crazy. Them. But I found that really interesting because movie musical adaptations do kind of have an easier time online than other movies. movies. Uh, <laughs> Heathers. Yeah. <laughs> Literally just Heathers. Just say, like, Heathers. Heathers, Mean Girls, I'd even say, what else? Legally Blonde, oh yeah. Legally Blonde it's... is a good musical, though. Legally, so so is Heathers. Well, no, we did actually two whole episodes. <laughs> two whole episodes. Hey, maybe it's not. I think it's good. I like out of the three, I would st- say Legally Blonde's the best. Then Heathers, then Mean Girl. Very much changed your tune in the last, last couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, but. Yeah, I found that really interesting because it is such a young person show and it has kind of always been that way. Yeah. Um, despite the poor critical response, it was nominated for major awards, but it didn't get too many major nominations. It got six nominations at the Drama Desk, but only winning one for Outstanding Set Design. I feel like one that. area that the Adams family can really shine through for is in the set design. Yeah, it's kind of like Beetlejuice and that. So I feel like kind of. Not even scary, but spooky musicals can do really well with sex signs. I feel like the popularity of Beetlejuice and how well it's done, both critically and commercially, the success of that can be owed in part to the Adams Family. Oh, yeah. I don't. I, I might be misremembering, but I could have sworn there's an Adams Family reference in Beetlejuice. I just don't know where it is or what it is, but I swear I remember there being one. I could see you know what i mean though it's it feels like there was one no i'm just going over it in my head as like do i remember there being an adam's family reference i feel like there was and i feel like there is because there are so many references in beetlejuice and the references are always changing because when when i saw it there was like a reference about how some american senator was acting weird and well, they have a great reference recently oh uh, no the fact that this fucking like this ah. woman was given a hand job in their audience to Dead Mum. <laughs> that I think about that so often. Anyway. At the Tony Awards, it would gain two nominations for Best Original Score and Or Lyrics for Andrew Lippa, and Best Performance for a Featured Actress for Kevin Chamberlain as Vesta. Finding out that Kevin Chamberlain played Vesta actually like makes so much sense to me. Uh, yeah. There would be a original cast album that would be released on the 8th of June 2010. Uh, featuring most of the numbers from the Broadway version. This, like, cast recording would be streamed, played, whatever, all around the world. Uh, it would then close on the 31st of December 2011 after paying 723 performances and 34 previews. At that point, it was close to recouping its initial investment with producers being hopeful that it would recoup. At this did they time... Close it? Huh? Why did they close it? because ticket sales were probably... Because it was about to cost... The, it was about to, like, cost them more money to run than not. Same reason why they closed everything. Um, and this time it was announced that it was going to be going on a national tour with a new version of the show. So the version of the show that we're familiar with is very different from the Broadway version. Um, when they were planning the national tour of 11, they were still playing on Broadway. And they looked at the show and decided to make changes that were really drastic, which basically never happens. According to Andrew Lipper, they ripped apart the show, looked at the central conflict, and looked at the score, and wondered where they could make improvements. Quote, We wrote it to make the show more about the characters, and not just about the family, but the new characters that we included, make it less bizarre and more human. Elise, the book writer, stated that by the time the tour started in New Orleans, it was a brand new show, it was finally like something we had in mind when we originally started thinking about the show in 2008-2007. One of the biggest changes was the bizarre two, Act 2 love song In the Arms, sung by a visitor that Adam family mentioned following a sexual encounter with a giant squid being cut. I was just going to say I remembered that bit about the fucking squid. <laughs> I didn't. I, I was aware that that happened. I was not, and I was... I was scandalized when I heard it. Anyway, uh, the new touring show plot has Morticia Gomez's relationship tested when Gomez promises to keep Wednesday's secret, but she intends to marry Lucas. She doesn't want her mama Monica, uh, Morticia, sorry, messing up the foundation of the Adams family marriage. We learned in a new song called "Secrets." Secrets? Yes, because "Secrets" isn't on the cast album, but "Secrets" is an amazing song. It's such a good song. It is genuinely one of the best ones, and when performed well is such fun. And thus, Gomez is pulled in several di- di- directions, and a new song to Trapped as well. And Trapped is another amazing song. Uh, This would go on to be the version of the show that would be performed internationally, and like this would be the licensing one. Really interesting. Fa- it is very interesting. Because we don't see that very often. Like, I mean, I know we've talked about it quite a bit already off topic, but me Girls, I know, did have changes when it went on tour. Yeah. But I knew that they were, like, small line changes. mm Not the entire central conflict of the show. It's still yeah. crazy to me that they didn't really, like, have Gomez and Morticia fighting that much in the original version. Yeah. Because it is such a central part of the show. mm but I feel like as well, generally, like, outside of the musical, Romez and Morticia's marriage is meant to be, like, perfect the entire yes. time. Yes, yeah. They no, can, so can kind of understand why. I understand the impulse, especially if they had pressure from the estate. Yeah. To be like, you guys, like, need to make sure that this musical is good. Bad news to them. Ugh. When it was first reviewed in the Chicago Tribune, Chris Jones stated that it was overall weighty, lacking humour, spontaneity, and narrative focus. However, when the changes were made, he said it was infinitely better than the Broadway version. Enjoyably, if visually simplified, less ambitious, but built for an old-fashioned run. Kind of fair. Which I think is fair. Like, I don't think anyone was expecting something like Adam's Family the musical to like break. Yeah. I don't think anyone have like, expected it to be like, I don't want to say good, because they probably did expect it to be somewhat good. I don't think they did expect it to be <laughs> like popular. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they also weren't expecting like the, they weren't expecting a Lion King. And I think that's what they thought they were making. And especially if they were having changes with the creative team, then that could not have helped. Anyway, there would be a UK UK tour in twenty seventeen. Yes, yeah, so there would be. So the UK premiere of the show. They didn't bring it to the West End. They were just like, we'll just take it out on tour. Yeah. Uh. So the tour took place in twenty seventeen, going to like all of the standard tour cities in the in the UK. Yeah. Uh, with it opening in Edinburgh in on 8, in April twenty seventeen, and ending in October twenty seventeen. And this would also play Singapore for the first time the show would be performed there. This tour is probably best immortalised by Carrie Hope Fletcher's vlogs. Yes! The icon herself. We all congrats on her baby, by the way. Congrats ones. on her baby. Congrats, Carrie. Congrats, congrats. on getting to sing with her. Darren Criss, too. Darren Chris. I feel like that's also impressive. Also, congrats on the marriage, but mainly congrats on the Darren Chris thing. Yeah. Some of her most viewed videos are the Adams Family vlogs, and there were a lot of them. Oh, yeah. It was called like Watch Me Wednesday or something. I did always appreciate the little pun that she would come up with for it. What was it actually? Was it just Watch Me Wednesday? I believe so. That's what the playlist was called. One on her down YouTube. Yeah. She had some good ones. (laughs) I remember because, like. Follow Me Fontaine? Yeah. I didn't watch that but it was just watch me wednesday there were 28 of them yeah 28 vlogs that's that's a lot of free promotion for the adams family yeah. she had fi- in contrast by the way 16 veronica vlogs i think that's a like i think they were weekly so it's like how many we have us ran for 16 weeks when it first came to the uk yeah 15 in follow me fontaine yeah it was the stage concert wasn't it or something like that or covid the stage concert a truly scrumptious tour yeah I, that's um what were the cinderella ones called or are they gone cinder no. sunday seven <laughs> shows of no clue it was chitty chitty bang bang ah. and there was only one of them Apparently. I think then it was changed to truly. Oh, truly it was purchased. a it was a show review or overview. Oh, and she- so it's she- like a thirty minute long video about her at the time. It bang bang. Oh, it's from when she was. It, there's three videos of when she was in the Panto. Like the final, because basically it's really hard to like find out dates about when this first Adams Family tour went. So Carrie's vlogs were very helpful. Yeah, in that exercise. Um with her most, some of like her most viewed videos or vlogs are Adam family vlogs. Yeah, they all have over two hundred k views. The most uh watched one has four hundred k, and the last one she did has three hundred and eighty five k. Okay, when you say four hundred k, do you yes. mean that like exactly? About yeah, rounded. Because I was gonna say her first one has. 465k oh yeah and then her opening night one has 400k yeah so this was vlogged to the ends yeah. of the earth this this tour uh, and also like her friends would feature in it a lot and they also gained followings yeah the guy who once liked your tweet oh please don't remind me <laughs> those vlogs all the time Yeah. I think he would go on to play Festa because he was like in the ensemble originally. One one thing that I will say about the Andrews family is that I appreciate that they often have someone playing the moon. Yeah. I think that's really cute. The Mm -hmm. show has been done all over the world in many different locations, including Brazil, Sweden, Argentina, Australia, Finland, Peru, the Philippines, Germany, Italy, Mexico... France, made it to Paris before Phantom. Good. (laughs) Ukraine, Malta, and Russia. Yeah. So it has truly been done everywhere. And again, I think that that goes back to the thing of it being a recognisable thing. Mm. It's a safe bet to put on. And everyone kind of already knows the dynamics going into it. As we've said, like this show has been done to death
1: by everyone everyone has
0: done it it is the most performed musical in high schools in america with it being the most performed show in 2018 2019 2020 2021 and then like 2021 to 2022 it was like in the top five so uh, they're very interesting like reads about what is the most popular shows at any point I've seen an alarming amount of high schools do Phantom of the Opera. I think you can get the rights. No, you can. I don't, I don't think they can afford it. No, I think like I think it depends on where you are. Because I know Paul Bescal did a production of it. But I'm seeing and they're like full scale productions. Like they've got a fucking boat. They got a chandelier. I've seen some with chandeliers. Although how I don't do you know think if they properly raise the it. Huh? How can you do Phantom without the chandelier? I reckon you must be able to. Anyway. I'm guessing you just do the fake chandelier that a lot of productions do actually do. Yeah. You know? Steve Spiegel, who is president and CEO of Theatrical Rights Worldwide, which licenses the show in several formats, including a 30-minute elementary school performance version, and says that he is eyeing a possibility of a sequel by the same authors, says that in the last five years, the Addams Family has... Be the number one most produced high school show, and in four of those year, in four of those years, and in the other one, it was number two. To so like wrap up our thoughts on this, please don't do another one. Please, Wednesday was bad enough. Just <laughs> please leave it. Go like you guys have made the perfect like next to Joseph. It is the perfect school musical. Next to Joseph and like Greece. I was looking at this list. Grease isn't on there. This. No, what, hold on. What is? Can you show me one of these? Yeah. Do you want to see the most recent one? Yeah. Okay. Four like Musicals. Mama Mia, number okay. two. This is for. This is the most recent data. Into the Woods. Into the Woods. Yeah. I guess I can see it, actually. Little Shop, I can see because I've done Little Shop. Yeah. Anything Disney understand completely. SpongeBob is intriguing SpongeBob makes sense though makes Oh, it sense. definitely does but it's it's weird um Chicago makes no sense <laughs> See I I don't want to comment on it because I have done Fame Junior twice I've in done a school Chicago. setting No I can comment on it I've done Chicago um we like we had to cut a lot of what well, actually but I just I just don't know how, if, like, middle America, how they get away with doing Chicago. Well, it's Chicago Teen Edition, so... So what they... Do they cut... I guess, like, the first thing you cut is Roxy's fake pregnancy storyline. I mean, like, think what they cut from fame, because we've done fame together, and I've done it before as well. Yeah. They cut a lot from fame. Like, I've been in productions... The first one I did was in primary school, which is insane, by the way. Doing fame in primary school is insane. Well, I got this is Primary school, the oldest you are is 11. Yeah. And I, I was probably like one of the oldest ex my birthday was really early in the year. Yeah. Um, and they literally cut yeah. uh, all of Carmen's storyline. Like, she left to go to LA. That's it. She, yeah. we never see we I think they cut um the song in l a yes, but when we did they it, cut the like, whole drug addiction, they cut all of that because we our high school one had the drug addiction and, and we had in l a and we gave the person who was playing the drug dealer uh Harry oh Mason. yeah, we supplied okay. We supplied the drugs. Uh we gave them Harry in and a little packet and I that we think, had. I think once we did actually slip some parasites, yeah, our was entire cast got sick, including the girl playing Carmen. Someone was like um, she was like sick right before our first performance. Yeah, like she threw up and then went on stage. But basically, this was really weird actually looking like they separated us, so we were ensemble. I was just. I was on You were backstage. Yeah. Um. Really they wouldn't instead. let us go backstage until we were going on, which kind of makes sense because it was a very small area. Yeah, our but, so is they not then, built for musicals. Oh no. But no. basically, they would not let us go backstage until we had to go on stage. No, and they wouldn't they let Esme like, leave backstage. No, I, 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 got to leave. What? I got to leave once, once a show to go and give you guys that. And so basically, we were like, okay we have access to um i think i was 16 at this point yeah so i had access to basically go and buy a paracetamol so i did um and i think so i bought some other kind of like i think i bought like frenies or something to like help with nausea um but we couldn't go back and give it to the rest of the cast so when we did this drug deal scene we basically got the little bag together that was our job and in <laughs> basically actual drugs um no, as in paracetamol and like little guy, pills the guy who was sent like to be the the drug dealer came to me he was me. our friend he was yeah he, he was our friend he went where's the bag and i went what the fuck do you need that for like oh i've got drugs here and i went <laughs> yeah because for a while we just faked it like in rehearsals we just faked it um and then we were like wouldn't it be funny if we just put something in a bag and gave it to them and then like she died yeah, and I think we ha- we had some very funny ideas. I don't know if you ever heard these. Uh we wanted to do some kind of vegetables for a while. Uh-huh. Like peas or something. That right. would be very obvious in colour. Uh when we went through doing the Harry Bows, we wanted to give just the Harry Bow powder, like the sugar, like the fantastic yeah. sugar. Which we thought would be funny. <laughs> that would look um, like something else. Yeah. Which is why we thought it'd be fun. Uh, the, the Honestly, I think giving the actual paracetal was probably the best thing we did, because well, it was actually very helpful. She was so sick as well. Yeah, she was, she sung it perfectly. She did I mean, it like, very honestly, well. Honestly, like, such respect for yeah. her. She, and she was very didn't sick. also did have an alternate, because often the way we do it was like, sometimes you play this well, like on this performances. No, actually, I will complain about this. That was not the way we usually did it. We either did two casts for every character. Yes. And one would do... Because we basically did a matinee in an evening every single day. For, like, a week. For our, it was yeah. So it was very so weird. weird. We did, we got <laughs> those eight shows in, I'll tell you. <laughs> we did eight shows over, like, four days. And then we yeah, were we were doing, sick, like, two shows a day. day. And they were like, why are you all sick? And it's like, well, you've just, like, passed in a contained yeah. area and made but us basically, work for, like, 12 yeah, hours we, a day. Yeah. Well, we would usually do either... Two casts, so every single character would have two people playing it. That you would then switch on and off, Unless or you would just you do one cast. Movies. Yeah, or you just did one cast. Yeah. And then here's the really fun thing for me: the we could only do our musicals up till year ten. Then in year eleven, you weren't allowed to do it because you're doing your GCSEs. Then theoretically, you is. were meant to be able to do it in sixth form, but we never did. What is, um, there were mitigating factors. <laughs> There were, but also, also we in every other year, no Greece? other sixth former did it. Yeah. Huh? we want to yeah. do Greece? No. They didn't do Greece anyways. So that's why they didn't. Not until after we left. That, oh, yeah, that's how long it took them to put yeah. on another musical. So, yeah, our school is very arts focused. Yeah, but basically, we were only allowed to do it until year 10. When we were in year nine, every single role went to the year 10s. It was like high school musical that year, which is great, by the way. It was a great musical every single role went to the year above us and they were like well it makes sense because next year it will be your turn is we go around to year 10. They, they had kind of been working their way up to it like a lot of yeah, those guys yeah it was a ton because, of like drama students who uh, were like this is what we want to do and a lot of and like, yeah. like and like one there was one girl who is very talented and i shan't say her name but <laughs> is now the on the west end but she's Has been twice like the two End shows yeah, and we didn't realize that she was working on the West End until one of her West End shows almost closed, um, and my, my sister was like, "Oh, so and so's in that." I'm like, "Really?" And we still didn't go and see it. I but... was like, "Really?" How? And then she was like, "And then I looked it up, and it was true." And she's like, "Oh, so you don't believe me? And I was like, "No, I did," because how else would you know about all this? Yeah, yeah. I and mean, then she was in. She's in or was in another one. No, she is in another one. In. Um, she's we're very gonna, good. And she'd left the year that, before. But... And she'd left the year before. So it was kind of a free-for-all for a lot of like the female castings. And they had some great people in there. Yeah, like I can name and some so, like, I want to make it clear very now, right now, this is not me being like, I should have gotten that role. Yeah. Um, Especially not when I was in year nine. Because these were very talented people. And then we went into year ten. And we're like, finally, it's our turn. And we did Fame. And Fame is notoriously pretty good for casting opportunities. And I was like, I want to be Mabel. I love Mabel's character. I want to play Mabel. Oh god, Mabel. Oh god. I shan't say much on who they actually casted for me. And again, very I, literally, I said this like five seconds ago. Such I'm not girl. saying this in a way of, I should have had this role. This, I deserved it. I'm also saying like, it's it very really like weird who they ended up casting. Don't hate it to any of our former classmates. Because- no, because everyone who got a role was incredible. Very talented. I I just... I wonder about some of the casting decisions yeah, that were it made was weird based on type. Yeah, specifically who they chose for Mabel. And then also the fact that over half the cast were year nines. But I also knew that, like, let's play a love song girl. I cannot remember her name and can only remember who she was played by. Um, Serena? Yes. She was double cast. Yeah, Serena was double cast. Um, Carmen wasn't. Carmen wasn't. It was just Serena, I think. I feel like one more was... Wasn't... Yeah, oh, basically, God. there was, like, a few other roles that were double-cast. Like, ma- like, but minor. Maybe five roles max that were double-cast. And even yeah. that sounds a bit high. No, I think it was, like, it was like Serena or whatever. Serena... I want to say the name's Lamb Chops, but I'm, like, 100% sure it's not. <laughs> No, Lamb Chops does sound really familiar. It's something like that. It's it's a really stupid name. And then I feel like, um, was his name Tyrese Tyrone? Tyrone. It's such a racist name. Tyrone. Looking back. Tyrone. But he wasn't double cast. Tyrone's song was Tyrone's rap. Oh, which we loved. That was a great song. We loved, but like. The guy playing him was really nice. I'm still friends with him. he He was really nice. But can you guys, like, come up with an actual name? I feel like one of the male Do you want to know what's notable at number 9 and 10 back to this list? Legally Blonde and Mean Girls? Yes Only one of them being the high school version Yeah, no, no, no. that will be a pared down version, I swear What would they have to cut from Legally Blonde? I think Gay or European, there's an alternate song that they can do No, I'm looking this up They've made lyrics changes, because when I saw it at Regent's Park there were lyric changes and, sometimes for a British audience, they have to cut parts of the Irish stereotypes in Ireland. <laughs> um, but I'm literally so... looking- there's not coming up with anything for a team, okay? Okay, I could be wrong. Legally Blonde Jr. What is cut? I'm literally actually looking through this. Wow, that well, right, was me new with the words. I'm they like... keep Ireland, they keep Chip on my shoulder. Okay. They keep, they must be a, there must be a lyric change and So Much Better. Yes, oh, yeah, well, oh, 100%. That whole bend part. and snap is still in there. That makes sense because it's an like, iconic. I want to know what sexy is like in, in the high school version of being Oh, they don't know they don't have gay or European. That's what I thought. It seems that whole bit is just cut. Yeah, that makes sense actually. Oh my god, this shit is expensive. Yeah. Why do, you think right. we, why do you think we never did any of the big high school shows and just did, like, random... Shout out to Hal Leonard for... Uh... <laughs> putting it all online. Yeah. yeah. Well, for making me pay 100 quid to see any of these shits. I um, look up Heather's... What? no, Mean Girls. Mean Girls, quickly. But one thing I will say about Adam's Family being one of the most produced shows is you know that they are going to come out with a school version of Beetlejuice? Or... Yeah. Can't wait to do it. Yeah, you're gonna. I'm going back. Go going back that our oh, high school could never have the budget to do Beetlejuice. No, um, I mean but... they got a car for Greece apparently. Yeah, but this miss... our drama teacher told us told told me and another girl that it was like her whole budget. Full synopsis for the year. Um, is I think Beetlejuice will make its way onto that list the first year it's out yeah okay so sorry i'm just gonna talk through mean girls junior for a second oh yes please do okay i have a question but we'll get to it in a second this cannot be you're actually kidding this is the actual okay cautionary tale yes has been replaced by a song called mean what the fuck it roars it roars reprise yeah where do you belong meet the plastics parts one and two yeah stupid with love Apex Predator, what's wrong with me? Yep, yep. Revenge Party Part One. Okay. No, someone gets hurt. Oh, <gasps> because that comes before Revenge Party. Revenge Party Part Two. Yeah, this is the bit that did shock me a little bit. Uh-huh. Rocking around the pole is in there. Say what you will about me, girls, and God knows I said it this episode, but I really do like rocking around the pole. Yeah, Fearless is in, obviously. Do whose house is this? More is better. Wait, they go... Further. Wait, what? Okay, Fearless... Yeah. Happens, act One Closer. Assuming it's the Act One Closer. The yeah. next song listed, Whose House Is This? Okay, so they've just can't Stop, which I understand. Yeah. And what Sexy. S- sexy, obviously. Because Sexy is the opener. Sexy... No, Sexy isn't the angle the opener. Sexy is in... before, someone... before someone gets hurt. That's true. true. Me, like, this is I deep. really th- What is the act two opener then? Stop. It goes. It's stop. Oh god, I forgot. Yeah, it is. Jupiter Love Reprise or something like that. What's wrong with me? Reprise. Whose house is this? Yeah, it's probably whose house is this. Well, that's the first song of act two. What the fuck? Then more is better, which I think is where it's meant to be. Yeah. Um, because then you get the line Janice and Damien arrive and confront Katie for lying, but you don't get a song. So, someone gets hurt, reprises also been cut. Which I guess makes sense because if we didn't have the first, someone gets Ooh. hurt, the second one wouldn't make sense. Yeah, okay. I don't, I've um, learned two different songs, but sure. Well Burn, I'd Rather Be Me, shocking. I'd Rather okay. Be Me, tagged. Huh. Uh, Do This Thing, Part One, Do This Thing, Part Two, Icy Stars. They've kept Do This Thing? Yeah, why wouldn't they? I don't know, they've just, they can't. But do this thing make sense because otherwise you'd have to add so much dialogue to explain that last little bit. Yeah. I'm glad they kept Wellburn, because I really Yeah, Wellburn's good. Um, we've gotten so distracted. They've kept no, the thing I was gonna say about that, going back to the Adams family, um reduce and high school production is my hypothesis is that Beetlejuice is gonna become the next Adam's family. No. Why? I don't think so. Why not? Because it's slightly too specialised. I, I, I will say the set is You definitely... understand. Like, think. You don't see a ton of, like, say, tap dancing in yeah. high school musicals, but tap dancing is in Beetlejuice. And yes, you could change it. I know someone who's doing Anything Goes and they've removed all of the tap dancing. Which is a whole different problem. <laughs> If we're being honest <laughs> anyway, continue, but it's one, it's slightly too specialized, yeah, in that, like the voice, yeah, but the
1: the girlies... subject
0: matter is a little too weird, Chicago how are you going life. to do creepy old guy it's fair because you cannot cut creepy old guy, otherwise it doesn't make sense, okay. I will be you buried... also cannot cut a song like "Dead Mum," even though that's a kind of weird song to do in a high school. You cannot cut uh, the fucking oh my god, what is it called? If I'd known, then what I know now. Why know now? Yeah, that is all about suicide. The main uh, character has her the main I character mean, in that song has her the, wrists tucked The thing with, for the whole time she's on stage. The thing with Beetlejuice and the school version is, it's going to come out and that everyone's going to do it for a moment. But I'm just going to be so interested in oh, yeah, the changes they make are. But that's the thing. I feel like if something is changed too much, yeah, you cannot do a good school version. Like, we just read out what fucking Mean Girls Junior, yeah. and what was the other one we read? Uh, Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde Junior. Even though I would say both of those have pretty, like, Not even mature, but mature uh subject matter than what a high school. Even though at least one of them is set in a high school, I still think it's a bit mature to have actual high schoolers play, which is a weird kind of paradox. That was like kind of my argument with Into the Woods of like, if you have to take out the entire second act, then why are you doing it? Yeah, Mean Girls is a more mature piece than you might expect upon first seeing it. Yeah, it's also not a great piece. I'm (laughs) sorry. as we've said as we've said so they can't they don't take out too much because otherwise it would just be a different show yeah and it's the same with legally blonde they can yeah. do some lyric changes and take out a few songs but they can't change it too much or it'll just be a different show mutual I... juice without significant changes i can't see it working for a high school yeah i mean i as i said i'm gonna be so true and i guess one of the things that makes the Adams family so interesting is that i think that they may have crafted the touring version in mind that they were going to license it because in that statement yeah. saying we will make up the money either from touring or licensing then maybe this the reason why yeah. family is so well done so widely done is because it was create it's a professional musical that was created in mind yeah for children but it doesn't i also think the licensing is cheaper than we might think it would be and especially in comparison to other musicals. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, yeah. Well, this is what I was gonna say. You know, when we did the Newsies episode. Yes. You were like, "Oh, Newsies was the most sought-after like musical for Disney's license. Disney so that said it could that we performed times. in high school. Yeah, and so then they did this one production, you know, just for a little bit. Uh,
1: yeah, that's
0: what I. To thought. show how it was meant to be done. It's on the list. How the fuck were they expecting high schools to recreate that? Like, the dancing aspect of what Newsies was. I don't know, but it is on the junior list. Okay, but there is a difference between like, Newsies and Newsies Junior. Yeah. Also, I've done Annie Junior, and it's a bit weird. (laughs) I have done none of these. I mean, oh, oh, these junior ones. No. The only one from the first list I've I've done it. It's Adam's Family. Oh, hold on. Let me go through I want to show you what I've done. Can I talk about these? I mean, I've done yeah, Adam's what... Family. I've uh-huh. done Little Shop. I've done Beauty uh-huh. and the Beast. Uh-huh. I have done Chicago briefly. Not that anything else. Juniors, I've done... Wait, where did you Chicago? We did it for a showcase. Ah, So it was like oh, a pretty shit version of the plot. Um, Yeah. Short musicals. Okay, Matilda is weird, because I have been in a showcase of Matilda, but I wasn't the group doing Matilda. But we did learn it. Yeah. So I'm not going to say I did uh, Matilda. I've learned bits of Newsies, but I haven't actually done it. I've done Annie Junior, and I think Annie Fall. I've done High School Musical. We've all done High School Musical. Yeah. I've done... I've done Shrek, (laughs) and I've done Shrek Junior. I've done none of these. I have not done... Lion King or Zeusicle? I really want to do Zeusical. I've done the weirdest shit. Scroll down, I want to see more. What else is on this list? No, no, There's just plays. Plays. I think I've done some plays. I actually love Radium Girls. I have done Alice in Wonderland. Bad list of short plays. Where's DNA? <laughs> this is American. <laughs> Where's DNA? <laughs> um, but no. I I haven't done any many of these. I've I mean I've done Family, I've done Chicago, but yeah. Like... But your all of your drama schools were weird. You were doing cats at like eight. Yeah, baby. And when we when you were like, oh, this is the part where they like have the orgy. I was like, this is the part I've danced to. <laughs> yeah, this is the part with the orgy. Like, no, I know this. music. I like, think oh, when, when the... I was eight, I was doing Joseph, like a normal child. Oh, I've done Mary Poppins. I actually haven't. It's it's a decent musical, uh. I've also and I done, know. Like, I've done like. So I know that Mary Poppins is good. No, the musical. Like, there's additional music, and it's actually. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So the thing <laughs> with, I have one more thing to say, and then we're done. I okay. wonder why Anna Family has never come to the West End. I think because the tour works best. Yeah. So it has actually gone out on another tour since. where it's Yeah. The same. But it's like. Hmm. How do I put this? If they did a Broadway run and it didn't work. It was bad. And then they put it on a tour and it went really well. So they are like, well (laughs) we'll just do a tour of the UK and the UK tour went really well. Yeah. And then subsequent tours have done really well. Yeah. Why would they then try and do a stationary one if in all their experience it hasn't gone well? Fine thing is just bring it to the Dominion from like september to fucking november put it on for three months you'll make a ton of money take it out on tour. i don't think you would because i feel like it it's never really worked as a stationary show interesting how do i put this in a way that's going to make sense yeah no, yeah and this is going to sound really bad at first uh-huh adam's family is boring yes i get that like plot wise it is not a very complex plot there's not like twists and turns and like big reveals and you're on the edge of your seat the whole time it's a pretty boring show in that sense it's a fine plot yeah um but it's not great it's not riveting so if you keep it in one place for like two months yeah you don't know how long the tour stops are usually Uh, i know in the uk they were like weekly changes okay i think the longest they stayed somewhere was probably like singapore where they were probably there for like a couple of weeks maybe yeah but i'm gonna say if you even if you kept the evans family in one spot for like two months yeah that is only so many people are going to be willing to travel from out of town to go and see it and yes. only so many people in london assuming this is on the west end only so many people in london will go and see it and very few of them will see it more than once Oh, 100%, yeah. Two months is way more than enough time for all of them to go and see it. Yeah. And after that, what do you do? If everyone goes and sees it in, like, say, three weeks, which is slightly longer than you'd expect a tour stop to last. Yeah. Which gives time for everyone that would have gone if it was just a tour in London and everyone travelling to come see it because it's not going to go to them. Then what do you do for the remaining, like, what, five weeks? Is it still going to be there? because? assuming again it's a stationary one it's not going to go on tour the set would be bigger and more expensive the costumes might be bigger and more expensive because so they don't have to worry about traveling maybe them. they'll be able to bring in like some more stunt casting yeah I some stunt they... casting it's That's... a bigger theater i reckon though like if they bought in like a Corey star or whatever have you seen the body and Clyde tour have done no the cast is really strange to look it up um oh. I, don't I reckon i don't know i think if they were to star cast it though that then it could last yeah, I think, but who was it? I, I, it was probably a fucking TikTok comment about Hades Town, probably. Ah, where it was like, stunt casting, is fine in that it brings more people to your shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it makes your show lose integrity. Yes, because why is your show not good enough to sell on its own? Why is your show having to bring in these people? Where is your show getting the money to bring these people if it's not selling well? I don't actually want to get too much into Hades Town. I don't want to talk about Hades Town too much because. But I will say, I I think, who the fuck is Betty Who? Flying singer, I guess. (laughs) Who the hell is she? (laughs) I don't know who she is. (laughs) Is it just a cultural thing? Oh but like I Googled. I her, don't like, know. I saw like something that. being like, oh, a ton of people went to go see it because Betty Who was there and it was like their first ever Broadway show and they went there just for Betty Who. Like, what are these people? I was trying to figure out who the hell Toddrick Hall is. I know. But basically, what I'm trying to say with the Adams thing is that it could stunt cast it and it could be fine. Even if they just bought like Carrie Hope Fletcher as just, like playable tissue. Fucking More for like half the run. That could do some pretty good things. Yeah. But why would they do that when they know if they for cheaper usually, at least slightly cheaper in the long run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could send a not stunt casted cast around the UK, stop for less time and make more money. Yeah. And that is proven to work with this particular show. Yeah, yeah no I, I do understand yeah you know like i think definitely they could go into like you said the dominion for like a week but why yeah. would you go in the dominion for a week yeah when you could go somewhere else yeah that probably that's, like... the family. that's... that's... <laughs> do you, Feel say like you can't say considering everyone has done the show you can't there's not much to say on it no like it's like i don't have to spend an hour like i did with phantom you like so there's these nuances in the plot so uh, and you won't understand <laughs> it unless, firstly, you've read the book. And secondly, you have an understanding of Gaston Roux's previous journalist history. Or you have a deep understanding but, of Andrew Lloyd Webber's psyche. Yeah, or Andrew Lloyd Webber's personal life. Then you can understand <laughs> this is It's the Adams family. They're a creepy family. There's a normal family they meet. Yeah. You've done the show. You know what it's about. Yeah. Um, Son off, if you have done the show. now, do you want to share what we're doing next week? Do you know what we're doing next week? Bad Cinderella. By Andrew Lloyd Webber. We're back talking about our favourite person. <laughs> we never stopped. I talked about Joseph for half this episode. So, yes, if you didn't hear it now, because she almost said what we're going to do be doing the week after. Well, that's my, one so of it. my favourite musicals Bad Cinderella. After. Bad Cinderella. I'm not uh, did the... you know that there's a panto this year in London which is called A Very, Very Bad Cinderella? And I really want to go see it. Yeah, that was desperate. It actually sounds good. It doesn't sound like Lloyd Webber's bad <laughs> Cinderella. Cinderella, But we're very excited. I actually to cannot that. wait to talk about this. because so I finally get to talk at large about the weirdness of the opening number. I've actually got to listen to it. I'll send you... I've never watched a bootleg. I need to bring this back. I've never watched a bootleg. However, I can send you weeks. something. We've Not said. I've never I, watched a bootleg, I've never watched a bootleg um, but also, I can send you something. I forgot, I forgot to say that might let you watch it. I forgot to say at the end of the episode. I don't watch bootlegs. I don't support like distributing them because anyone has. I've never bootleg. watched a bootleg. <laughs> However, that yeah. could be the 2020 original cast. Tell me so I can report it. In and into the woods Figure, send it to me so I can make sure that I'm sending activity. it to the Sondheim estate. <laughs> and happening. I'm getting them to take it down. After it's saved to my Google Drive. I've, I, I've never watched a bootleg and I would it. never purposefully download a bootleg on the off chance that it could get deleted later in life. However, my Google Drive is getting a little full. No one listening on Google Drives. Um, however, um, we are very excited to talk about a couple of things that we love talking about. UK politics. Yeah. <laughs> <Lloyd Webber>. Yes! And to Lloyd Yes! And bad musicals next week. It really is the perfect musical. Why did it ever close? <laughs> <laughs> and we can have the game of working out who the hell Todrick Hall is next week because he comes up. Love Todrick Hall. Do we? I love him on dance mice. <laughs> anyway. Join us next week for Bad Cinderella. Goodbye. Bye.